coming to you from the DTC. This is Ocean Drives with Jeffrey Herber. It's sad, but I'd rather sleep in a car bed. Graham Briggs. What am I supposed to say? Stop making fun of my nose? And Alex Ball. Power wagon. <laughs> this just makes me laugh. And now your host, Jeffrey Herbert. Hey, gearheads, welcome to another episode of OCN Drives. I'm Jeff Herbert, and I'm here with Graham Brig and Alex Ball. And uh, we're here with our car curious producer, Joshua Hammerling, who is giving us a thumbs up right now as we speak. This, guys, is the first episode of season two. So we have been renewed, surprisingly. Yeah, shockingly. Shockingly. Yeah. It just goes to show that we're not the only ones out there that make bad decisions. So I just want to give a shout out to ourcommunitynow.com for letting us geek out on this stuff. It's what makes us, uh, gets us through the week. Yeah, totally. Definitely does. Definitely. Also, I think the only reason that we have a season two is because no one in the company knew there was a season one. So there's not actually been someone to say you can't do it. (laughs) It's true. If you're out there and you're listening, make sure you don't tell anybody else at our community now that we're doing this (laughs) because we're having too much fun. Yeah. On that note, Graham, you know what time it is? Oh yes. Here we go. That was, that hurt my earlobes. Nobody cares about your feelings, Alex. (laughs) That was a pleasant open. All right, what are you I am, I'm drinking a dry dock coffee stout, and uh, let me give you a little taste here. Oh, mm. Ooh, that's nice. Ah. Gross. <laughs> See that man's face? Wow, that is good. That's a look of uh, satisfaction. <laughs> Pure satisfaction. Exactly. Let's see what I've got here. Mm. Let's see, this... Is a German style Pilsner by Lone Tree Brewery, which is good. Josh is telling me to make out with the mic again, and it's, it's okay. making me feel uncomfortable. It's, I'm glad that someone else is getting a little bit of instruction from Josh, other than me, because I'm actually doing fairly well today. So is the only one that doesn't need coaching. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like weird. Our, We're doing a podcast, and I just like know inherently that you talk into the microphone. What? That's crazy. No. Yeah. All right, let's get, into our, let's get into our thing. Yes, sir. So this overarching theme of today's episode is SEMA, which, as you guys know, was going on, uh, what, last week or so? Yeah. And uh, that's always big, hot news in the car community, mm-hmm. uh, just because there's always awesome stuff going on. So I thought it might be kind of cool. Well, Alex thought it might be kind of cool for us to rummage through the builds of SEMA and come up with three of our favorites. Yeah. Fantastic. So I'll go first just because I'm first on the list here. (laughs) And I want to make mention of the ring brothers Camaro, which is the battle of the builds winner. I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at this thing, but it is bad ass. Apparently it cost $750,000 to make it. Uh, That's because most of the, Uh, panels are carbon fiber uh, and it has a 6.8 liter ls3 based uh, v8 with a whipple supercharger (laughs) making 890 hertz it's a 2.9 liter supercharger that's bigger that supercharger is bigger than the engine in my miata yeah which is insane that's i love it that's three times the displacement of my motorcycle (laughs) (laughs) josh is laughing at how small my engine is i don't know if i want to do this podcast again (laughs) no that's all right no it's a good looking car i I don't i i mean i it's a good looking car i i appreciate the uh ingenuity and the uh the specs and the the um but I don't like the um, I don't like the uh, the color that they they put on it. It's like a really dull green. Yeah, it's definitely uh, different, which is I assume exactly what they're going for because it's like oh we could have just shown up with yellow or red, but they went with this. Uh, it's kind of like so, this greenish tan. I think it looks good, I especially like to call it an olive. Yeah, color, it's, uh, but it's but not. It's, but it's, it's not. It's lighter than it's an olive. Way I feel like than olive. Yeah, it is. But that was actually at the special request of the uh, person who commissioned the build, which I believe is very well-to-do Belgian man. And it is not Martin. 
Unless he's not Italian. Maybe it is Martin. It's just his doppelganger. Exactly. I thought I overheard him talking like, yeah, when is the Camaro going to be done? <laughs> yeah, the Camaro, yeah. Which is hilarious because he's our number one fan. <laughs> yes. So he's going to hear us making fun. <laughs> These are terrible. We're going to get That's it. It's okay. We'll bring Martin back on the show. Yeah. You guys love that episode. All right. We your, love him. What's your second car? So my second car is the Speedcore 1500 horsepower. Well, 1,525 horsepower twin turbo mm-hmm. all-wheel drive mm-hmm. charger mm-hmm. because why the boop not yes agreed i freaking love it i there's nothing else to say it's it's insane amazing. yeah yeah it's pure insanity it has slicks on all four corners uh the thing's just got to rip up the drag strip so i don't know i just kind of want to take a ride in that one so speed core if you're listening and you want to give me a ride <laughs> Hey, you laugh, but we're getting some pretty cool cars, which we'll talk about later That's on. That's true, yeah. And That's then a, my, good car. my third car is, because uh, I know you guys are going to make fun of me, but the 1972 Honda N600, mm. which is old little hatchback. It looks similar to the Honda E, which is, I believe, where the Honda E got its inspiration. And it's actually a rear-wheel drive uh, VFR 800 V4 motorcycle powered vehicle and it revs to 12,000 rpms oh yeah. it revs to 12,000 rpms <laughs> i like it yeah jeff and As i you should. jeff and i love a good car with a motorcycle engine that's the that's what i want to do with my life yeah i've like i feel like i haven't lived or you haven't lived until you put a motorcycle engine in a small car mm-hmm. so i don't know it's just like your own little I want, I want, I want someone to make the Bugatti of the motorcycle engine cars, which is two motorcycle engines glued together <laughs> <laughs> for like a big car, which would be so sweet. True. Those That's are all. Those are all pretty cool. I like those. Yeah, and I purposely didn't pick any uh, overlanding stuff or trucks because I know you guys are obsessed Go. with that yeah. stuff and. I didn't want to steal your thunder, Alex. Yeah, totally. All right, well, I'll go into the three that I picked from SEMA. Um, and these are not going to be shocking to you two at all because two, two all. of them are Fords. <laughs> uh, the, f- the first one uh, I picked was the uh, the electric Mustang that Ford brought to SEMA, um, which was like the 900 horsepower uh, with a six-speed manual. That was a good save on Ford's part, yeah. putting the six-speed in it. Oh, it was just a total mic yeah. drop. It was like, because it was like, they, if they just showed up with like, a, a electric Mustang still would have been pretty cool if it was 900 horsepower. It's like, Oh right. man, that's sweet. But the, like it just being like a flappy padded gearbox or just no gearbox at all. Right. It's, like, it's just the one speed, like a normal electric car. Um, wouldn't be as exciting, but the fact that they're just like, by the way, it's six speed, but also we're never going to make it. <laughs> so I know. Right. But I it mean, can I, be done. Yeah. It's, it, it can it, be done. It, you know, it, it gives you hope that, you know, maybe electric cars can be actually cool. Did they, did they actually like, did they explain why or did, did anyone like, I read a little bit where they were just saying that they were just doing the manual transmission, the six speed just to do it. But did they yeah. give another reason why they were doing it? Uh, I don't think I know particularly why they did the six speed. The entire car's reason was just to test specific technology for the electric cars that they're going to start using. Right. Cause they made it very clear the second they showed this car that we're never going to make it. Like it's not going to happen, which I really appreciate because that's the stuff, again, that you guys know. And right? watch them make it at some point. Oh, my God. That'd, that'd be, be so I mean, funny. We're not making it. That's like a $5 million car is probably what that is. But um, it's I appreciate Ford just coming out right out because they could have just like, like, here's the sweet Mustang electric with the six speed and then said nothing. And then for the next 10 years, everyone's like, they're going to make it. So I appreciate the fact that Ford's like, uh, we're never going to make it. Uh Every single component on this car is just for testing for the most part. Uh, and so, like, I don't know, the the fan from this car is going to make it <laughs> into something. Uh, so so I do appreciate that. I do like the the design, the detail on the outside, too. It does yeah, seem it's very – it's a good-looking good looking car. car. I like – And the, the inside. The inside is what kind of blows me away. Yeah, the inside is really nice. I think, I think the inside – is either at or I think it might look better than the Taycons. Like it's just like I think it's oh, at that level. Oh, I yeah. think it's better than the Taycons, yeah, to be it's, honest. It's like it's really like, God, if you could just make that car, make the Mustang with the six speed, make it electric, but obviously 
it doesn't have to be 900 horsepower. Right. You can tone that down a little. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And just make it like, I don't know, under 60. And it's like, once again, Tesla goes out of business. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's just like. Well, the great thing is with the Mustang going electric, I can. Could you imagine the frunk on that thing? Yeah. That's going to be huge. (laughs) I love when we talk about frunks. Well, actually, you know, they, Josh, uh, we already said the F word. They, act- they, act- they actually put all of the battery stuff in the engine compartment. Oh, did they? It it's not a, a skateboard. No, design. It was, ah. no, it wasn't a skateboard okay. design. Ooh, that's weird. Did, does that give good weight distribution then? I would assume they did it on purpose in some manner. I mean, it, it probably well, it well, probably just works. I would assume the only reason that they did, would would not do the skateboard in this case is. Because it's, they probably just got the weight distribution almost identical to an actual Mustang, so they didn't have to do that much work. They're right, like, just drop it in. Make sure that everything that goes in the under the hood is the same weight as the five zero. Well, you 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 also have the the transit the transmission in there too. Yeah. So probably in the back wheels, I probably added some weight. So they probably had freedom slash needed to put some weight up yeah, front. Yeah, I, I don't think they put any videos out of it driving. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's just a nightmare to drive. Like it just like gets no traction. The weight's totally off, and it really, really was <laughs> likely just about, the case. Yes. Yeah, but uh, I'll go on to my second thing, which is yes, I didn't please. specifically pick a car, but I picked a company that brought a bunch of cars, which is oh, AV. Which is oh like, yes. yeah, yeah. And AV is a uh, what, what do they stand for? I don't remember what they stand for, but they're they're into the. They stand for never save for retirement yeah. because you're going to want everything. Yeah. So AV makes custom uh, parts for most mostly off-roading, almost entirely off-roading. Um, but they were, brought a couple Rams to SEMA. They had a power wagon. They had a, oh, a, a Rebel. Um, they, they did it in these really kind of mean-looking green colors. It's, it's, oh, um, yeah. Okay. And their Jeep, too. Yeah. And they, yeah. So they brought a power wagon, a 1500, and a Jeep. And they had it with all their custom uh, parts. So they do snorkels. They do lifts. So I think on the power wagon, they had their lift kit that's like two inches. But it also pushes the axle forward, which lets you put 40-inch tires on it, which, which is what it looks like they're running. Um, and then they, you know, they're having their you know, front bumpers, rear bumpers. And it's just like they just make such good stuff. And I believe AEV is the company that's helping build the bison. I think all of the bison. Oh, nice. All yeah, of the yeah. bison. Yeah, yeah, so so Chevy just ships a bunch of ZR2s to AEV, and, they, and then they put all the crap on it. So what's your favorite AEV vehicle? I mean, it's the power wagon. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the power wagon. I just, also, I would 100% purchase a power wagon in the color that they have, which is like this lime green. It's just crazy looking. Yeah. So I, is there I appreciate a such that. thing as power wagon addiction. Mm, well, I, if I there is, he has it. it. Yeah, I have He's it. the first documented case. But, but I, I just chose AAV because it's kind of just like it was stuff I was already looking at. Right. And I was just like I just stumbled across them on my own, and then they were at, they're always at SEMA, but they showed up at SEMA this year, and they kind of had really kick-ass vehicles that aren't totally unaffordable because that's always an issue I have with SEMA is there's yeah. tons and tons and tons of builds that it's like. $2 million. And it's like that power wagon they had. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably close to a hundred thousand, which is crazy, but it's like, it's everything. Like, it's like, it's just off the shelf parts and AV is pretty big on, um, bolt on almost everything they do is custom made for the vehicle. So it's all bolt on. So other than like the snorkel, there's no choice, but you have to cut into the fairings, um, all of their parts. Well, how much is a, Poison spider. Uh, like money-wise? Yeah. They're probably pretty equivalent. To, okay, yeah, I'd rather have the AUV power wagon. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, the, po- yeah, the poison spider parts. Poison spider also only makes uh, Jeep parts. They're specifically a Jeep company. Really? But didn't they do the Ford? The truck? I don't think so. Oh, wow. All right, anyways. Um, and then my final car, which is we're going back to a Ford, is that... Uh, <laughs> A company helped build build out Jay Leno's one of Jay Leno's Broncos. Oh yeah, that's good. and they put that was cool. They put the yeah. new GT five hundred, so the seven hundred and sixty horsepower engine, in like a nineteen sixty <laughs> something um, Ford Bronco, and it's this gorgeous blue and a white scheme, and I bet it's completely undrivable. 
Oh, likely the case. Oh, yeah. Although I want to put that in four-wheel drive and just break all four tires loose. Like at a stoplight. Could you imagine just spinning all four tires? Yeah. And it was just a it was just a super pretty car. And it's I I, it's just like a going back to that old school hot riding where it's like we're gonna take this kind of mundane car and we're gonna just put the biggest engine we can fit in it. Which is great because although I kind of like the new age hot rodding, which is a lot of people are taking Tesla engines and and components and they're putting them into older cars. So they'll take like a 1969 Mustang, but then swap all the Tesla stuff in. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty, I I like that kind of hot rodding stuff. I also think it's just a pretty incredible technical achievement for just like random people in their garage to be smart enough to figure out how to transfer Tesla parts to a 69 Ford. So... True, true. Although electric cars are inherently um, simpler, yeah. So well, it's like, it, all but this, it is cool. It's fun. It's making all that software work and stuff. Is that's pretty technical. It's true. It's true. All right. So about, Alex what? thinks golf carts are technical. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, it is. All right, Graham. What do you have for us? All right, I'm going to start a little unconventional. For me, I am going with the Chevy's 450 horsepower E10 pickup concept. Ooh, yes, I saw that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's the lowered one, right? It's a lowered. Yeah. It's a hot ride. It's, mean. it's lowered. It's a uh, it's a 1962 C10 that they took a pickup truck and they lowered it. And then they put, they took out the engine, um, and then they put two electric motors in, and that are providing 450 horsepower. Um, these two EV engines uh, have like a total, I think, like 400 or 500 volt, um, and it um, it went uh, zero to sixty in like five seconds and quarter mile and, and thirteen seconds. Um, while it's still a concept series. I think Chevy's looking at providing tr- like a truck, a uh, truck EV model coming up. Mostly, this Ooh. was just for SEMA people to show, like, hey, you can what you were just talking about. You can take these e crate yeah. motors and you can drop them in, swap out the motor, drop them in, and these cars can get great performance, and mm-hmm. you still have the design and the outside appearance. But they also did. I mean, they did a lot with it. Um, if you look at it, like there's multiple views. But if you look at it, the whole back bed is is lined, but it also flips open, mm-hmm. um, and then it's got the whole truck bed in there. It's just a really clean design, and I'm not a huge fan of the hot rod pickup trucks, but this one definitely caught my oh, eye. I love a good yeah. hot rodded C10. Oh, it was because, C10 because race truck. Yeah, yeah exactly. It just looks nice. I I, I, could, I could see myself driving in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one that I really, really, really like uh, is uh, by Chip Foose. And uh, he did a 1974 Jaguar E-Type oh. for SEMA. He just basically just made the car look amazing. Yeah. The car itself, he just let it be. But it's just such an elegant looking car that... I just could not put it on here. There's nothing super spectacular about it. I mean, he put some nice rims on it. Um, it's got a clean, clean coat on, but it just looks so nice when I was looking through all the cars at SEMA show. And it's one of the ones that's not too crazy. I think SEMA can go a little True. too crazy where like some of the stuff you just need to put in some cool engines and a cool supercharger and then let let it speak for itself so um mm-hmm. it's just a really nice and we'll, we'll make sure we put these pictures up with the yeah with definitely the stuff well the but, jag e-type is the car that enzo ferrari once said is the most beautiful car in the world yes yes so it's pretty ambitious of chip foos to take the most beautiful car in the world and I put mean, a spin on it but just, look at it it, just, yeah, it, it makes you want to cry yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous it's so, it's so pretty and we, i don't like the wheels but other than that yeah the wheels are a little um, are a little they're a little much. too big for me yeah they're a little much for me but oh, i yeah, think yeah they they bring a little bit more to make it so we could drop it down a little bit because uh-huh. i think that's not the typical ride height for an e-type i think he dropped it down a little bit no, I, it's definitely I didn't see any specs on how far but he definitely dropped it down a little bit just to give it a different stance but it just looks so clean i love oh, that man. i love that, that interior i love body. that silver paint with the the brown interior yeah so, oh yeah it, it's yeah it's just yeah, yeah. Well, so this is missing is a stick in the floor now i'm going to the crazy crazy okay. one let's get crazy uh, Graham. 
I <laughs> this is a uh, the Baja 911. <laughs> oh yes, and <laughs> uh, ultimate daily driver right there. I think it's from T.J. Russell, which I think he's the engineer or singer or somehow was related to singer, um, which is one of my favorite like auto uh, tune-up shops. Um, they basically take 9, uh, 911s from. Oh, early 60s to too unaffordable and yeah to make it unaffordable <laughs> to like that in no but time. they're artists though but i don't mean to they make wonderful cars if oh you God. haven't seen what a singer looks like go google it it looks it will change your life they're fantastic but uh this 911 baja is just crazy looking i mean i don't even i don't know what you would why you would even take this off road but I loved it when I saw it. It just looks ridiculous. Um, it's oh, that's so yeah. Cool. It's just I I don't know what else to say. We I'm should just, put some snow tracks on that. Uh, Go drive it up a ski slope. Uh, I, I would love that's that. It's funny. Porsche actually has made a rally Porsche before. Oh yeah, Porsche. They've so made they, rally Porsches before, and that's no. And they actually sold one to the public for a few years. They had like a actual like it was basically just like the Porsche WRX. Which was pretty sweet. Um, they're pretty hard to find now, and and there are companies out there that'll take like base nine elevens, kind of like this guy, but they'll turn it into that original Porsche. That's, yeah, that Porsche used to. I don't remember what it was called, but I've seen videos on it where it's just like it was meant for rallying. It's like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and it's got a you know it's got <clears throat> really nice wheels. Uh, obviously, for it because it was in the Toyota tires, they were uh, having the Toyota tires on there. You mean Toyo? Toyo, yeah, my bad. I did say Toyota. Freudian Whoopsies. slip. Whoopsies. Um, it, it had the 3.8 liter in it, uh, air-cooled, flat six, bringing out 350 horsepower, <clears throat> which is 100 horsepower more than stock. Um, and it was 400 pounds less because obviously take out some of the stuff, put a roll yeah. cage in there. It just looks like something that I would... In, which is incredibly Porsche, which is to get rid of stuff and charge, charge more. Charge more, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it is, that is, that is, so that is Porsche's slogan. Doesn't that look, just look like a Matchbox car that yeah, you would get and you funny. would just play in the sandbox? That looks like a Happy Wheels toy. Oh, yeah. it's just so... Or Happy, Happy Wheels. <laughs> happy Meal toy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love those Happy Wheels. But mm. I do love... Wheels do make me happy. <laughs> they so, do make me so happy. So I guess you could call that. Oh, God, Josh is drinking. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, there were <laughs> some other cars I'd like to talk about. Again, yeah, I, I, I'm i good on, on uh, that. Russell. Unfortunately, going back to Ford, but big news in the Ford. Big news <laughs> in the car world. Does this guy work for Ford? Who I know. This guy? I wish I worked plant. for Ford. But the, they brought the Tremors to uh, SEMA, which are the 250 and 350 off-road variants, um, which are like mm. rear lockers, uh Limited slip differentials on the front. Um, they're like two inches lifted. They come on 35-inch tires. They're big. They're big boy trucks. They're clearly going after the power wagon. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. I think the power wagon's going to be better. But the Fords do come with the diesels. They have that new like 7.3 yeah, liter yeah. V8 diesel. That ridiculous with, diesel. With over a 1,000 pound-feet of torque. Um, so I'm sure they'll sell pretty, pretty well. I can't imagine that Texas won't be buying a few of them. <laughs> There's definitely a market for those. Yeah, but I appreciate. I know it's just a good example of car companies listening. I think. Well, yeah, to, I, to the consumers and to our like, needs for a thousand ho- or a yeah. thousand foot pounds. Well, yeah, the, we the need tor- it. The torque is nonsense, but like you know, <laughs> no, it's like, it's no, like, I need it. <laughs> but but it's nice that car companies are like, well, people on average are lifting their trucks. They're putting bigger tires. They want some of these extra features. Why don't we just build it? Well, and like we can charge more than if they did it themselves. And people are stupid. So I mean, that is what SEMA is about. It's yeah. about taking cars and making them and the aftermarket stuff and trying to make the most ridiculous cars. I think a lot of big uh, car manufacturers are starting to say, "Oh, well, we can go to these shows and show off some really good cars, but also like see what's going on at these shows and see where the industry is going." Yeah. It's R&D for them and they don't have to do, you know, spend a lot of time cuz, you know, from design to actual manufacturing, these big car companies, it takes quite a bit of time. I mean, it used to be what, 3 to 5 years. I mean, they've shrunken that down, but it still takes a bit of time to get cars through 
beginning design and all the other stuff, even you know planning and mm -hmm. thought of what the car should be to actual production. So it's just easy research and 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 de development stuff for them. So I'm also just really excited that Chevy and uh, Ram are getting into the Raptor game. I know about like, time. Both of them have been 100% confirmed that the TRX uh, Ram is coming with the Hellcat engine. And then oh, like Chevy's making their own um, 1500 that's going to you know be in that realm, which is great. Because someone needed to challenge the Raptor. Yeah, I know, right? If anything, just to lower the price of the Raptor so people could afford it. Did you see the <laughs> Ford? I forgot which who made, who made it, but they made a Ford Ranger into basically like a little brother Raptor. Oh, just I mean, they Ford sells a Ranger Raptor. They, they just, do. They just don't sell it's it just in overseas. The US. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it's, so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. one of the most popular midsize trucks in the continent of Australia. And I'm I'm borderline willing to think that. Ford hates America because they won't give us the no, Ranger so, Raptor. No, so the reason yeah. Ford has been very clear why the Ranger Raptor hasn't come to the U.S., which is that they hate America. Uh, which is here we go. No, which is that the Raptor, the our, our 150 Raptor, yeah, our 150 Raptor. We're the only country they that can gets earn it, it back. So the U.S. is the only country they sell the Raptors in. Mm. Um, I think they might sell them in Canada, too. Or maybe it's just North America. But they don't. Nowhere else in the world can you buy an F-150 Raptor without shipping it from the U.S. Okay. Well, um, so the rest of the world gets the Ranger Raptor, and we get the Raptor. So Ford's like, why would you want the Ranger Raptor? You could just buy the Raptor. It's like, well, the Ranger Raptor is going to be like 20 grand cheaper. And it's, and half, it's smaller. It's half the size. Yeah. Yeah. This is the land of the free. This is the land of choice. Ford, if you're listening, yeah. give us the Raptor. Except, <laughs> except, yeah. except that Ford probably also has a bunch it's of numbers that says that most Americans would rather just have the Raptor full size than the Ranger size Raptor. Yeah, but here's the thing. It can't be that difficult to produce a Ranger Raptor when they've been doing it for years overseas. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So I think it'll show up in the next five years, um, especially if Ranger sales stay the way they are, which is not as good as ford was hoping um they're not out they're not they're still not outselling toyota they got out, outsold by nissan the frontier oh, outsold the <laughs> ranger this year which is that's pretty embarrassing um but the nissan is that the new model came out this year too right uh, no. the frontier no is that the, next the, is that they announced, next year they, they announced they, their redesign yeah the they frontier. did yeah the, yeah the titan came out this year that's right um and the Titan looks pretty nice now. I mean, it's like pretty close to the rest of them. So it's it's like a, a reasonable choice now, uh, which is good. But I, I think we should move on to our next thing. I'm for that. Well, since, gents, this is the SEMA episode, let's talk about some SEMA quick facts. Mm. So SEMA, as you guys know, happens over four days. It attracts 161,000 people. Um, it takes up 1.2 million square feet of exhibit space. And uh, more than 3,000 new products are showcased. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. 1,500 vehicles in total, um, which is impressive. And SEMA isn't open to the public, right? I don't think it is. Correct. But so, hold that thought. So 161,000 people is even more impressive because it's not just random losers like us going to SEMA. <laughs> that's 161,000 like press and people in the industry. True. And, and, and so that's that's a lot. That's a, that's more than if it was just a 161,000 people like us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, to put that in perspective, I did a little bit of research and uh, I looked into some of the other big automotive events in the world. And I was curious, what is the largest? Uh, turns out it's actually the Woodward Dream Cruise in Graham's home state of Michigan. Exactly. He pretends like he knew that. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, in Detroit. And it attracts 40,000 cars and 1.5 million people. <laughs> What's yeah. the name of the show that I never heard about? The Woodward Dream Cruise, Graham. Mm. What does it have? What kind of cars? I think we might need have? to make a trip home. Yeah, yeah, we might. What kind of cars? Is it it's mainly classics. Oh, okay. Lots of like That's, classics, yeah. muscle cars, uh, stuff like that. And that, in their defense, is open to the public. Um, and probably uh, pretty heavily promoted. So, which but, one of the international auto? Do you know this off the top of your head? Which one of the international auto shows is the biggest? I have no. Is clue. it probably D D Detroit's probably, or is it or is it 
It's probably Detroit. I don't know, man. They're pretty big. I, you, Detroit's always a big one. Paris is always a big one. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, you well, oh, the oh, the one. Oh, okay, I know which one. Never mind. Keep going. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, well, we might have to make a trip back to your home state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. For when the, did, when's the next one? Uh, so it's usually in the summertime. Summertime? All right, cool. There, um, there's a show I do want to talk about, which is it ran concurrently with SEMA, which is, I don't even know how to pronounce it, it was ECMA. ECMA, uh, which is the motorcycle version yes. of SEMA, which nice. happened overseas. I um, mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago um, with, you know, me being a big BMW guy. BMW brought new bikes, um, which some of them were really exciting. Other ones were kind of disappointing. Um, like they didn't bring the new R18 Cruiser. They just brought another concept, which everyone okay. was like, really? That's a bummer. Like it was gorgeous. It's, yeah, you've seen it, that red one I showed yeah. you. Yeah. Amazing looking motorcycle. And everyone's like, oh, sweet. And they're like, it's still a concept. It's like, oh, right, well, <laughs> then why did you bring it? Like, go away. Um, and then they they showed the redone S1000XR, which is the bike I have. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that one. It's like, it got a lot more curvy um, and a little more like ninja looking. Like it has that more teardrop uh-huh. shape where mine was, you know, hard angular, but like your personality. Yeah, and they did and and <laughs> it was disappointing to see that they didn't give it the double R engine. Oh yeah. That, true, I think that was the biggest true. disappointment. Everyone's like we're going to get the new double R engine. It's going to be sweet. We're going to get like 60 more horsepower. <laughs> and it like went up 10 horsepower. It's a new engine on its own. The the, okay. X, the XR has its own engine now. Um but we'll see. I mean it's pretty. You got the new dash. Um and then they had a couple 900 bikes which are totally new bikes they made like a miniature xr for people who only kind of want to die when they drive it <laughs> um, True. Another bike. but bmw the electronics on those bikes are so good yeah they're it's so like good. why not get the big one but the, yeah this is just you know this show it was just really cool and there's lots and lots and lots and lots of really beautiful bikes made that are custom and and a lot of the bikes there were just for sale which is really cool just like are going to be coming out in the next year or two um, which is awesome. Yeah, that's always appreciated. I mean, I love concept cars, but I also like teasers too, yeah, like think, stuff that we're actually going to see yeah, come yeah. to fruition. I, th- I think I think the show had the refreshes of the the H two. Oh, well. nice! Because Kawasaki's redoing the H two and the H two R, so they're you know new engine and all that stuff. Which if if our listeners don't know what the H two is, it's Kawasaki's uh, supercharged motorcycle yes. that the H2R is like over <laughs> 300 horsepower. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Is there one that there's, I was watching a donut media for a while back and there was a thing about, uh, um, the race for 200 miles per hour on a motorcycle. Did it, there's motorcycles now that go over 200 miles per hour. Oh, right? easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The okay. BMW S 1000 RR is yeah. at 200, the Ducati Panigale V4, uh, the H, I think the H2 and the H2R are both 200 mile motorcycles. Nice. Um, they're just wacky. And the, and if you, I highly recommend people go and YouTube a video of an H2 and H2R and listen to the supercharger because it's magical. Oh, yeah. It's just magical. It's a great sound. And also, it's just funny to watch because everyone who's on the bike, usually like a, <laughs> a YouTuber, they're just like, this is the scariest thing I've ever done. I just life. looked it up. The, the H2R is the fastest production motorcycle in the yeah, world. It's crazy. It's, al- it's also like $60,000. It, it has a top speed of 249 miles per yeah, hour. Just it's, oh, that's crazy. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Listeners, let us know what car you think we should put an H2R engine in. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, and I, <laughs> Jeff and I have been discussing this for the past month. It was like, if we could do one thing, it would be to take an H2R engine and put it in something. Like, put it like that H2R engine in his Miata would just oh, be, yeah. Yeah. It would be the funniest car. God, that'd be so cool. It's got to be a, like a light car though it's got to be like yeah it's got to be the miata or it's got to be like an aerial atom where it's just got no body no body yeah yeah that could be cool yeah Ooh, an aerial atom although we also talked about like what if you took two h2r engines and and put it (laughs) and put it in like an f-150 a raptor made of h2r a raptor the the h4 revving up to you know ten thousand rpms h4 double r yeah (laughs) although that would be so badass to see on the street like a truck, yeah, a huge truck just revving to like fifteen thousand RPM. Yeah, yeah, just hearing that rev, just, that'd be outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Be doesn't even matter how fast yeah. you're going; it's gonna be <laughs> super funny. 
yeah, your friends are going to hate you. Yeah, exactly. But you're going to love yourself. Your neighbors are going to hate that. you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, boys. Well, what do you say we talk about what's coming up next? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, I'll take this one because I'm happy to let you guys know that this Saturday, I'm actually racing the Miata. Woohoo! Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, this is the uh, very first uh, event of the Rocky Mountain Solo Series uh, autocross event uh, sponsored or hosted by, I think the SCCA is involved somehow. I don't know. I'm very amateur, very novice. I just want an excuse to go slide a car around a track and uh, see how we go. Right. Yeah. So I got is it, Are you just like going around a track by yourself or are you actually other people's cars? No, no, no. So it's, uh, I don't even know if it's going to be on the track, but it's going to be cones in a parking lot or on part of the track and uh, you're racing via time. Mm -hmm. So you okay. set a time and you're competing against other people with that time. But so, you're not actually physically racing people. No, no. Because that would be my no, worry. They, like, your poor little Miata. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, Jeff, you remember, this is your only car. <laughs> I like how he cares more about my car than he does me. That's it's why true. we're yeah, friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the way. I mean, I think we all would. Yeah. But I agree. I agree. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that good. I'm not good enough to race against other people yet. Yeah. So we'll get there. Just got my helmet in the mail, so I'm pretty excited. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. yeah. And Josh has asked me to take lots of pictures mm -hmm. because we don't have any GoPros, <laughs> <laughs> which we need to change that. OurCommunityNow.com, if you're listening and you want us to continue, <laughs> please buy us a couple GoPros. Yeah. Josh is saying at least three, four, five. I think Josh has promised I don't think us we're that 20. popular. Yeah. That's what just happened. He 20 just GoPros. promised that. He just promised 20. Yeah. That'll so be so let's, that's, let's that's hold him accountable. That's, that's super fun. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, I'll let you guys all know how it goes next week. And um, yeah. Especially yeah you're going to have to tell us, let us how it goes. Because, you know, I might want to jump in the ring on that one. Yeah. Ooh, maybe we can start a little competition. Ooh. And people can start guessing yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've always really wanted to take my motorcycle on a track. I think it would just be so, so oh, you fun. Should. It's just there's so many rules, especially with motorcycling. Like yeah. most most tracks won't let you do it unless you have full leather, um, like gear. Um, you don't is, have full leathers, which is expensive. And when you, it also gets more expensive when you're my size. So, and it's also like I'm never gonna wear that stuff on the street. So, <laughs> what you yeah. don't wear full leathers right now? Yeah. No. <laughs> he only wears full leathers when he comes to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I apologize. And then, and then it's and then insurance and stuff. And I don't know. If, did you even look into insurance stuff, or are you just winging it with the Miata? Typically, stuff hooliganism on a track is not covered, yeah. which is why well, I'm not can, racing well, yeah, people. Well, yeah. you can get it. You can get it covered. You can just call your insurance and say, "Hey, I want to do this. Can I?" And they'll be like, "It's going to be a hundred dollars for a day." Is typically how a lot of insurance. Oh, company, really? Yeah, a lot of insurance yeah. companies do that. Okay. Um, so it could be worth looking into. Um, if you just call your insurance company up, and you don't even have to tell them because if you tell them I'm going to go race it and then they're like, we don't insure that, then you're, <laughs> you're kind of screwed. Yeah. But it's like, hey, I was thinking about taking my car onto a track. Do you guys insure that? Okay. And and a lot of times they'll say yes, and it's this much money to do it. And, it's, and it's usually like, we'll do how many days do you want to do it? Every day is going to be a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And and then so you're fully insured. So that's just definitely something. But I, I, I looked into two of my motorcycle. Um, okay. Because I was like, well, I don't know how to actually drive a motorcycle safely <laughs> on a track. <laughs> so I probably want some insurance. <laughs> but it just got, I just like was doing the numbers and it's just so expensive for like, I just want to do it like once. And it's like, but I'm going to have to spend like five grand. <laughs> yeah. To get it like there so oh and for that you could yeah, almost yeah. buy a car yeah you could exactly. just take out yeah it's just like you have to be super dedicated to drive a motorcycle on a track well if if you do it correctly i'm sure there's people who don't do it insured and don't have the correct <laughs> riding gear and stuff but you know that's the difference between keeping your skin and not your skin <laughs> true or perhaps stuff. we could do like take an italian approach to this issue and just get some like fake leather yeah, <laughs> and say that it's Ooh, real. Yes, well, you you go. Go. It doesn't actually yeah. have to be leather. It just yeah. has to be full, full, full 
track certified gear, which is typically oh, yeah. leather, but well, you can true. get fake leather too. But that stuff, I mean, the jacket's like a thousand bucks. The pants are a thousand bucks. It just like adds up really quickly. So I've just stayed away from it and I just go illegally drive around the mountains. Nice. <laughs> at, at track speeds. Yeah, True. track I speeds. Mean, yeah. <laughs> same, same difference. And I'm fully insured because I'm on the street, maybe. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, but they might not like the speed that you're going. At. Listen, my bike doesn't keep track of that. Oh, I think. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This podcast is brought to you by McDivitt Law Firm, <laughs> where if you get in trouble, <laughs> call them. But uh, uh, yeah, anyway, other, we have so, other exciting you, news. What's that? Which is the we're getting an AMG. Yes, yes, yes. it's the most exciting news. Yes. We we almost had like a party today when we found that out. Yeah. We did have a little party, I think. So we For are getting we are getting AMG vehicles. We're getting a. GLC 63 Three. AMG. Yeah. Yeah. Which to is start. Which is, you know, classic AMG, a V8 twin turbo. The handcrafted four liter V8 twin turbo. Yeah. So that's just gonna that's just gonna get us up to no good. Josh is yawning as I say that. Mm-hmm. Wait till he rides in it. Oh yeah. So this rig goes zero to sixty in three point eight seconds. <gasps> which SUV. is insane for an it's SUV. A, it's an SUV. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the zero to sixty of like a like a Cayenne turbo. It's right around there. It, yeah. yeah, it's a little. I think it's like three seconds. To be honest, I think it's like three point two, maybe three point four. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well that's insane. The uh, well yeah, like, and it, 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 this one's a the, is a smaller SUV. I, I mean, it doesn't have the third row. It's I think right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's a two row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I think the Cayenne Turbo is a little bit bigger and yeah, weight. Cayenne Turbo is a, is a three row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like air quotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah exactly. There are seats. In the back, but no one's going. No one it. ever is going to sit in them. The, yeah, the, the, yeah the, the pretty much the lollipop guild from Wizard of Oz yeah. are their target market for those suits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do a video of trying trying to fit. trying to fit Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that actually has already been suggested to me by my parents. Yeah. Cause, okay. Because as you guys know, something I like to do on weekends is I like to go sit in cars and see if I fit. Yeah. And if listeners don't know or uh, we just need to remind them. I'm well, six. I'm six now. foot eight. I'm I'm freaking huge. Uh, I don't fit in any cars. And so my parents actually, when they found out that I was doing that every weekend, they're like, "You should just make a YouTube channel." Yeah. And it's like, do I does does Alex fit? does Alex fit? <laughs> <laughs> One minute video. Fit. Does he fit? No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it would be like, oh, that would be pretty funny. Well, you had a pretty good. Uh, you were telling me about when you went to a uh, was was it what kind of dealership was it? You were, oh, was it the the Civic Type R? And you just slammed the door. Oh yeah, I walked in, didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> there was they had a red Civic Type R in the showroom. I just walked up, opened the door, looked at it, and just went just really, really, really loud, and just went nope, and then just <laughs> shut it, and then walked out. <laughs> Everyone was just laughing, <laughs> but it was just like I mean, it was just a tiny car. Was that uh, what you were going there for to look yeah, at? It? I, yeah, the dealership near me. I was specifically looking for a Type R. Yeah, because I was like, I really wanted a hot, hot hatch. Yeah, and I've discovered that just about the only hot hatch I'll ever fit in is the AMG sixty three wagon. So you know, at some point in my life when I can afford that, I don't, that you, you mean from the rear seats, you just take out the front, <laughs> yeah. you just put your legs. Yeah, but I, I tried. I was trying WRXs, Type Rs, right? Whatever the Ford one is. Um, well, we all try WRX in college. Yeah. You know? So it just, you know, I want that hot hatch in my life. And it just seems like I'm just going to have to save up for my wagon. Is it the the uh, the new Audi that's coming? That's the R6, I think. Uh, the wagon? R6. The wagon. Yeah, yeah, wagon. yeah. yeah that, Avant th- wagon. That thing's going to be I think you could fit in that bad boy. I bet I'll fit. I fit really well in BMWs and Audis. And I fit pretty well in Fords, which yeah. is why I like Ford. Right. Uh, I don't fit very well in Chevys. Uh, I fit obviously in the 1500s and up. Mm. Um, I actually do fit in the ZR2 or just the Colorado. Um, but those just look like they were made 60 years ago. So no, thank you. They look older <laughs> than Tacoma's now. Like they legitimately, uh, their interior looks older than the Tacoma's. And when that happens, you've lost. lost yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you could win or what you could lose, but they've lost. Which is great because Josh wants a color. <laughs> no. Yeah. Josh wants a Tacoma. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he told me he wants, well, he's switching to Tacoma. Yeah. What? Because he wants You're a he teams? wants a he wants a car that's gonna run longer than he's gonna live. So, 
Yeah, he okay. wants it to pass down to his great grandchildren. Because well, as much he, as we uh, as much as we rip on Tacomas being old, their engines just are bulletproof, and that and that's why people like them. Yeah, easily. And there's people who've passed a million miles, which is lunacy. What has gotten into you guys? Don't you want to see Josh broken down on the side of the road? <laughs> I mean, he is. Isn't he? He's given us a one it's finger true. salute what's the, right what's now. The, what's the point of me buying a power wagon if I can't help Josh? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. All those toe straps, they're going to stay clean, I have perfectly to, I, neat, I wrapped have, up in your Ram box. I have, mm-hmm. I have to use that 12,000 pound winch for something. Exactly. I might as well be helping Josh. Exactly. So on that note, Josh, we well, I don't know. What truck do you recommend for him that's not very reliable? Most of them are pretty good. Yeah, uh, you could you could you could go Mike the Mike route where he got the F one fifty with the turbo, which explodes if you put too much tow weight on it. Yeah, let's get him an F one fifty and then loosen his the, uh, oil the, plug. The, the, there you go. The, the yeah. three point five liter dual turbo engine from Ford is notoriously not that reliable. <laughs> yes, um, or it's reliable as long as you're not towing, which is you know. Not a great thing when you're a tow truck, <laughs> a True. pickup truck. So um, we'll get them an Airstream and an F-150. Yeah. <laughs> so, because we want to be mean. We just don't want to be so mean that like when he gets stranded, at least he'll be comfortable yeah. in his Airstream. Put, put him in the mm, King Ranch. Do we want him exactly. comfortable? I don't know. I think we want him on the edge of his seat. Now that we're here for season two, we're invincible. Right. Buddy. Exactly. I mean, season two, <laughs> that means there's a season four coming. So don't worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Do you guys Which, wanna... Lots of with lots of AMG action. Yes, right. Oh, which that's going to be awesome. We're actually going to make some video for that, so stay tuned. Uh, you can find all that on ourcommunitynow.com, where I will put my words to pictures and send it to you. Nice. Okay, uh, you guys know how it works. Let's end our show with grievances. Yeah, mm. I have a few. Um, Mine is this show. Josh <laughs> grieves our show. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of other. He's just things jealous that he's not in here talking cars. No, he with really us. Want, yeah. He really look at him. He's sad now. Yeah. If you guys think we should have one time Josh we, as one a guest, time, one time we'll have him on. As I guest. would. I would like to start with the grievance, okay. which is that I hate SEMA big trucks, which are which is a huge part of SEMA, which none of us talked about, but a massive part oh. of SEMA is people with their monster trucks, um, and they're just horrible. <laughs> You just don't like monster trucks in general. They're just or? so they're just so dumb. They're just all these <laughs> pavement princess, like twelve inch lifts, like fifty inch tires, and they're just they're just outrageous, and they're just useless. Like they can't tow. Like you just ruin a truck. That's what's great about them. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just it's just a travesty. It's I mean, just, I would I would never get one or no. drive one or be next to one but be next to one <laughs> yeah. i mean i love going to a monster truck rallies those yeah. are freaking fantastic well but that's different though that's a monster truck that's like, a grave legitimate digger monster or, truck right oh so you're yeah. just saying the ones that are super no, lifted yeah that, like heavy duties yeah that are like, when people oh, take yeah. like 350s give them a 12 inch lift massive tires oh, okay okay yeah, yeah give it a 10 inch exhaust with their diesel and yeah it's just like God, they're horrible. They're just like definitely not my style. No, they're just they're the least classy thing you could ever drive. <laughs> Plus, like you said, they're unusable because you can't tow anything with them. It's not a truck you can't anymore. Even, you can't even like haul passengers. Yeah, unless they're a pole vaulter. Yeah, sure. You gotta you gotta so, spot them into the truck. Exactly. Exactly. So, did you hear that, mom? That means my Miata is more practical than a huge truck. Nice. So, it's true. I would buy 10 Miatas before I bought one of those trucks. You could fit 10 Miatas in the back of that truck. It's true. This is true. But I would as well. All right, what's your My grievance is that SEMA is not open to the public. Mm. Yeah, That's a good so, grievance. Um, on the flip side, it forces guys like us to do this so that someday we hope we can get invited. Get invited to mm-hmm. a show like that. Which, which would be awesome. Um, but I don't know. I, we should, we I don't, should. If we ever get this podcast to be super successful, we should make a SEMA build. Oh, the Ocean SEMA build. Oh, we just, we just planning like, starts now for 2022. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, we just we find a car we all think is funny. You're gonna have to get a new just, chair over here, by the way. <laughs> Josh just gave us a million dollar budget. Nice, <laughs> but I can we see could, it. We could go down the route because I know Ford does it, and I think a couple of the other uh, uh, 
guys do it. Um, Send which, in designs? No, they'll do like a $1 purchase um, program for shows like SEMA. So you, you can come to Ford and you can pitch them um, your idea. You know, here's our designs. This is what we want to do. Uh, we need an F-150 to do it. And if Ford likes everything, they'll sell you the F-150 for a dollar. All right. I know oh, what I'm cool. I know what so, I'm Googling yeah. this weekend to do. And Ford also uses this program and they'll reach out to people who they're like, we want this person to bring a car to SEMA. Right. Hey, what car do you want? We'll sell it to you for a dollar to make it legal. We can't just yeah. give it to you. Right. The government sucks. <laughs> but you know, it's boom, you heard it for here first. Yeah. Guys. So it's like it would be it'd be interesting, like, you know, once we get some some steam going, it's like, hey, let's reach out to these guys and be like, hey, we want to do <laughs> The problem is, is none of us we, have any mechanical skills at all. So. Oh, don't worry. That's not a problem. Yeah. We'll, we'll fix that. <laughs> that could just but be we, the show. We'll they just, don't need to. Why we, did you say that have, on the show? We, we could just have a part of our YouTube channel. <laughs> we'll just be us trying to figure out how to do a SEMA build. Exactly. <laughs> with no mechanical engineering skills at all. Hammers and beer, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Hammers and beer. There's yeah. got to be duct tape involved in it. <laughs> I've always. I and what you do in your free time. <laughs> I always liked the episode of Top Gear where they had to build a kit car. Oh, yeah. That was a, a great one. a funny one. <laughs> They're uh, like, I hope we don't need these 40 screws. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they have to build that into before and yeah, then the race stig, it? The yeah. Stig was in the yeah. exact same car, yeah. and they had to build it and get it across the finish line before he could do his whole trip, oh, yeah. which was really funny. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's a little different because James May actually is very mechanical, yeah. but the other two are more. Uh, Hammond so. is a little bit, but Jeremy yeah. Clarkson doesn't know. But yeah. that that was just a funny video, and that just makes it like, oh, that'd be really fun to do. Yeah, just like three guys who have no incline to build cars. Four, sorry, I apologize. And just like we get a kick car and we got to build it <laughs> for SEMA. Right. I would, I would, I would do it. Yeah, I would do it. <laughs> Let's start planning now. All right, but we could do the H4. Yeah, which the true. H4 Raptor. Oh my god! Ooh, we could put some H4, extra engines the in the H4 bed. H4 Double R Raptor. Yeah. <laughs> two, two batteries because f you. We yeah. need two. Yeah, one for each engine. Exactly. Uh, Graham, so any grievances? Uh, this is this is a a a first for us, and I'm starting off season two on a highlight. I do not have a grievance. It's That's amazing. Shocking. It's shocking for everyone That's I know. Shocking. I do not have a grievance this week. It's been uh, a great week for cars. I'm feeling fine. I actually just, I don't know why. I just don't have any grievances. I thought you were going to say that this show is your grievance. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a Josh move. Oh, okay. This show is not my grievance. This is the highlight to the end of my week. It is why I come in on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the only reason I stay this late on Friday <laughs> is this podcast. I don't care who knows. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I don't care who knows. Eddie. Fire me, I dare you. Eddie, he wonders why he can't get a date. Like, what yeah. are you doing Friday night? Well, geeking out with my buddies, talking yeah, cars. Right. That's, exactly. that's K Romantico. You, have you been reading my diary? It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Well, All right, Jeff. Yeah, I think that about wraps up. The- Wait, do you have one? I already told we, you. Oh, was, we already went over it. looks like you have another one, which is the... No, we'll talk about it next All week. Right, yeah. All right, guys, that about wraps up the very first episode of season two. Thanks for showing up to work today. I just want to give actual thanks to Josh for uh, keeping our fluids topped off and kind of spearheading this movement and keeping everything going. Uh, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, they're always really good to us. They give us a lot of cars to play with and now Mercedes. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And ourcommunitynow.com, where you can read more on our thoughts on cars, culture, food, and more for making this all possible. Want to hear more? Feel free to tailgate us on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, YouTube. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, and ourcommunitynow.com. I'm your host, Jeff Herbert. Thanks for listening to another gasoline-soaked episode of OCN Drives. Peace out. This has been OCN Drives, brought to you by our community now. Please visit us at ourcommunitynow.com and check out them socials.